Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Free your eyes from multifocal glasses. Thanks to a new procedure from Medinic, your eyes could be young again. For a free, no-obligation consultation, visit medonic.com.au. Medonic Laser Clinic, the best place to lose your glasses. Uh, it's a very good morning to you. It is Fireball Friday. Kane and Kingy with you through until 9 o'clock. We are loaded for guests this morning. Kingy? Yes, and this next guest, I texted him yesterday. I know. And I just said, look, is there any chance of speaking to my favourite Swans coach with the exception of Damien Drum? <laughs> And how'd that go down as we welcome Not well. in? John, thanks for your time. <laughs> g'day, Kane. G'day, Kingy. Uh, you are five weeks in. Uh, from the outside, it looks like you're, you're flying, to be completely honest. I know you wouldn't see it like that, but from a holistic point of view, are you really comfortable with where your team sits? No, Kane. <laughs> no, never. No. So in what way are you not comfortable? <laughs> No, I've, I've never been comfortable. Right. Um, I, I think once you get into that space, um, I, I, just, I wouldn't know what that felt like, to be mm. honest. So mm. I think you've, you've always got to be striving to get better. There's plenty of stuff that we need to do and, and get right, and we need a bit more consistency. And um, But I'm, I'm not sure that many coaches ever sit in a comfortable space. I'm, I mean, you, you've got to try and strive to get better all the time, and, and, and we've got plenty of areas we need to get better at. We're fascinated by this, uh, uh, John. So if you just let us in a little bit. So when, when you... You finish a game, you get home, you obviously watch the game again at some stage on, on, on repeat and get the information from your assistant coaches. Where do you track to? Where, where does your head go to? Is it is it? I know you've been working on contests and I know that you've been a very strong defensive unit over the years and the offence is starting to look really good. Where does your mind go to with performance? Oh, I probably look at the just yeah. Generally, um, it depends on what comes out of the game, but I mean, on a consistent basis, you're looking for the, the team orientated acts um, that that um, that anyone can do. Really, it's not so much the, the reliance upon talent. Um, it's really the, the team orientated acts that anyone can do, and um, and we don't always get that right, um, and we slip away from that sometimes, and and that's part of coaching is. Um, you, you think you get it right for a week or two, and then, and then the natural tendencies are you just slip away from it, and so you need to keep on um, making sure that those those things are always front of mind and and uh, and are rewarded when they're done. So um, it's it, it's a pretty simple philosophy. So the reward that comes with that, what w- what is it? Is it just a matter of showing it uh, on the vision and in front of the group and recognising it? And then the flip side, if if someone doesn't do it and steps out of line, I guess you show that too. Is is that the only thing you can do to to make sure it is at front of the mind of your players? Yeah, it's not. Uh, you know, it's not. Uh, it's, there's nothing. There's no secret to it, Kane. And and um, I think the you know, the secret to it is just doing it as much as you can and all the time and being consistent at it and having the players believe in it and. And so, um, you know, it doesn't matter what level it is. Um, at the lower levels, or at the higher levels, it doesn't really matter. You just, um, you just got to try and keep persisting and keep striving for that. And, and as I said, it's a, a natural. You're dealing with um, you know, human beings that aren't always going to get it right, and, and and sometimes drop away. And and that's, you've got to understand that as well. That it's a it's a constant surf, um, um, strive for for improved performances every day. And whether that's at training, whether that's in the gym, whether it's in meetings, 
whether it's a performance on, on game day, they all sort of tie into one. I've got that sick feeling when you're talking about this horse that there's the slow motion replay every now and then. We had to go through that back in the day with our old coach. If you did something that was outside of the code, it just it just found its way with no commentary and just the slow motion approach. Do you, have you resorted back to those sorts of means? No, no. I mean, not really. I mean, it's not... Well, the things are a little bit uh, more advanced, Kingy, but some of the methods probably are, are very similar. I mean, um, but it's just about, it's also about rewarding it. I mean, it's just, um, and it's just water on a stone. It's just, you know, it's just every day. And But you, you rely heavily upon your leaders and your senior players. Um, you know, we've got a group that's coming through. I think last week we were on average 30 games less experienced than our opposition and, and playing in Perth and in front of a, in front of a, you know, a big, loud crowd and, and we need to make sure that um, um, you know, our, our senior players are leading the way. And we've been really fortunate at this club for, for, for a number of years to have a really strong group of senior players that are, that are very good and, and, um, and set high standards for themselves and others. And, and you know, that's, that's, a, that's a real plus. How are you seeing the transition? This midfield's become a lot younger. There's different faces, different names in there over the last 12 months. I know you had a focus through the off-season to get tougher and become that contested possession team that you've, you've always been or you've always strive, uh, strive to be. How, how are you assessing the midfield returns at the moment? Yeah, we, we feel like we've, um, we are evolving that part of the, the team for us. And, and there are, we have, you know, it's not just um, this year. We've been doing it over the last couple of years. And there's some younger boys taking some more senior roles there. And we've had guys like Gordon and, and Warner and McInerney and, and those players rotating through there um, doing a, doing a pretty good job for us and, and we've been pleased with the evolution of that, that group and how they had, had a little bit of a different flavour to our team um, and we're just hoping that those players can continue along those lines and you know, they're working towards that level of consistency that we need and um, the best teams are able to do it week in, week out and, and we're still striving for that to make sure that you know, quarter in, quarter out, week in, week out, we're able to, to, to put games together and we come up against a team this week in Hawthorne that have you know, also got a younger group that are you know, playing some really exciting footy, so um, it'll be a really good test for us down in Tassie. Yeah, that game on Monday in Tassie, three changes, uh, inclusions into your 26-man squad, including Franklin. Now, I'm conscious because I know you, I know you get asked about him a lot, but in terms of the way your forward line functions, because McLean and McDonald were terrific, 13 marks and four goals between them against West Coast. Franklin comes back in. How does that affect the dynamic? Oh, it's, it's you know, no no denying it's going to be different, Kane. I mean, it's um, because he's a he's a different player, and we we played with King and I, obviously with, with Wayne Carey, who was one of the you know more more prominent players of our generation in the key key forward post, and that it does just change it. But it doesn't it doesn't mean you can't still work as an efficient forward group, and and clearly he's he's got the experience to be able to help guide those younger players around as well, and and that's invaluable. You know, he's he's present from the footy band the type of defender he attracts, um, all of that goes into a mix, into the mix to, to see if um, you know, the, the younger players are able to run alongside him and see how he works and, and also see how competitive he is, um, mm. which is you know, something that's probably underrated. As he's talking now, I, f- I feel like there's, there's a sense of he cost him a lot of goals, Wayne, across his career. <laughs> 500 is not, <laughs> not, not enough for you, John? No, it was the old uh, after the game... <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was well done, John. You've had twenty-five uh, leads, <laughs> and, uh, 
and which essentially uh, meant I played my role, which was to get the hell out of the way of Wayne, yeah. Wayne and, and, and to make a bit of space. But my 25 leads was my key indicator. Yeah, I had we had this discussion earlier this week with uh, one of the old stats guys, Christian Wallace. The, yep. the, the unrewarded run past, oh. we got tracked as a defender, which meant you weren't touching the footy, well, and the unru- <laughs> and the leads that the horse used to have to do. How many leads did you yeah. have to do a game? What was the benchmark? Can you I, recall? I reckon 25, King, was the, <laughs> the amount of leads I had to do to get out. Essentially, and it was blown up in lights when we won and Wayne kicked eight. Yeah. Um, it was like, John, fantastic, 25 leads. And... Um, I was exhausted because I didn't have a big tank, but I was—I knew if I didn't touch the ball, I had about twenty-five leads. That's a good job. Yeah, and and one young bloke could jump into the back of duck, and he'd be delisted three days later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can I ask you a serious one? And this has sort of amused me for for a little while. H- how do you arrive at the starting bench for your game? How much how much thought goes into those four players and, and the reasoning behind that? It, it, because we're looking at this, the the first quarter. Results at the moment. If you win the first quarter, you win seventy five percent of matches at the moment. So to get a great yep. start is significant right now. H- how do you arrive at your starting bench? Oh, uh, look, to, to, I don't want to disappoint you, King, but probably not a heap of thought put into that. <laughs> well, that's um, what I thought. Um, no, it's not. I mean, uh, it doesn't really worry me who starts on the bench, and a lot of it's about your rotations. Um, if players are coming back and they need a couple more rotations a quarter, they might start on, uh, but then come off pretty early. It depends on a number of things. You're balancing your forward line, whether you need some tools there. You know, um, in our instance, we weigh all that up. But but I don't I don't sort of... It's not necessarily your best player start on the ground and your, and your young developing group comes off the bench. It doesn't work that way. It's, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it, to be honest. I think it's about a few other things uh, in your key indicators that you're that you need to get off to a good start with. So, given that fact, so this is this is this is. I know we're going down a different path here, but so there's there's 24 teams have had a 30 point leading games, and only one's been run down, which was Geelong running down Collingwood. So, do you think this is an area where maybe I know analytics have played a major part in other other codes, but the starts to games, the first 10 minutes of games, do you think that 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 will be something that will be looked at down the path, or is that just something that's that's not part of our code? Oh no! Well, we we look at the starts. Absolutely, we do. We we understand you. You know, last week, for instance, it's critical to get out of the box in any game. Um, makes it a lot bit easier to get out of the box with a with a bit of intensity, and particularly when you're playing away, like last week and this week we play over in, over in Tassie. But um, and and I guess the way you train that can can be all various ways. You can sort of talk about the pre-game, but also. Just a training, just have a really hot hot start for ten minutes. You know, a hot match practice where where you, where you go right out. It's on for on for the first five or ten flat out um, away you go. You can do different things, but um, ultimately, I think just you'll rely upon your mindset and your preparation of your players to get into that space to really look forward to the contest and do the things that they know helps them win games uh, early in the game as early as you can do it. A couple of your former players are, are flying. I'm, I'm just wondering what your attitude is when oh, you don't, see. Don't no, I'm just, I'm just uh, like when you see George Hewitt doing <laughs> what he's doing, um, and Jordan Dawson, who you were you were desperate to keep. I'm not sure you could have done anything more to keep Jordan Dawson. But what, do, do, can you afford to think about what could have been, or you just wish them well and, and move on? No, it's like, it's good for them. I mean, um, you know, two, two really good fellas, and um, and in the end. Um, you know, we look at our team and they're coming. There's different players playing in, in various positions coming through. It's it's hard to be able to get it all right, get mm. all the players you want playing in the right positions. 
there's a lot involved to it, Kane, not just, you know, this player goes over there, and, uh, but it's, you know, allowing some of our younger players to come through into those areas. Um, you know, George, for instance, won a, he was runner-up in our club champion two years ago. Um, he's a, you know, plays a number of different roles for us, and and you can see, you know, the, the quality traits that he's got in contested footy coming through, and, you know, Jordan obviously is top three in our club champion as well, but um, you know, those decisions are made. We feel like we've got a group coming through that can that can help buffer that and hopefully provide the opportunities. Just got a text message through horse. John Spall took the best pack mark over Kerry, delisted seven days later. <laughs> um, <laughs> can I can we just uh I was just gonna just chat with you about um it's just it's just escaped me actually, but the the ability to hold form through the course of the year John, how important to, to, to segregate the or isolate the year into four-week blocks? Or do you do six-week blocks? Do you, do you do any of that sort of work yourself to, to keep the targets on track or just roll on week to week? No, we review um, as a coaching group every month. We have our rolling reviews. Um, but, you know, the players are very much in their mindset of putting one foot in front of the other and, and looking what's in front of them the next training session. Our players uh, like that, prefer that. The next training session, the next game, the next meeting, they're, they're very much um, wanting to feel like they're in the present all the time. And and that's how, how our players operate. And, and um, as a coaching group, you, you, you take notice of various trends uh, and you're mindful of that. But I think ultimately the players are very much driven by you know staying in the present and, um, and making sure that they keep their focus on a short-term process that, that hopefully leads to longer-term success. And no arms up in the box from you this week, of course. <laughs> the cameras will be watching. Yeah, no, nah, it'll be, be nice and uh, no, nah, I've got to be careful with the arms up. You can't. That's uh, <laughs> very careful. I don't know whether I'll sit down in the bench this week. It might be a bit cold and tazzy. You might have to oh, yeah. get back up in the box. Sit, sit next to sit next to a punchable assistant coach. Yeah. I think that always uh, works. Good on you, mate. We really do appreciate your time this good morning, you, mate. and thanks for helping us out. Thanks, guys. Thank John Longmire, the Hawthorne Footy Club, take on Sydney in Tassie. That's on yeah. Anzac Day, the early game. Water on the stone. Water on the stone. It's a good it's one. Reward the players that one for what they do constantly. I wonder if that happens elsewhere. Um, Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.